We're going to do the second half of Law of One, Session 36. It was originally received March 10, 1981, 34 years ago plus. Uh, last time we went through the first, uh, the first 11 questions. So <clears throat> there was some discussion in the first section, the first part of 36 about uh, programming and parallel universes or parallel lives or parallel probability lines. I'm not going to get into that now, but I'd like to just do a very brief review of higher self, the, some pith, P-I-T-H, pith teachings <clears throat> on higher self from Ra starting at 36.7. Ra said, the higher self aspect is aware of the lessons learned through six density, of course, because that's where it is, the progress rate is fairly well understood, the progress rate of souls moving through dimensions three, mainly two through six, uh, on positive or negative path in fourth and fifth densities mainly. The choices which must be made to achieve the higher self as it is are in the provenance of the mind-body-spirit complex itself. And so, even though from a higher perspective, free will is an illusion and... Um, the crystallized healer has no will, said Ra, meaning uh, they're, they're living in the way, they're living in the truth, they're living um, in the common, the logos, as Heraclitus would say. And therefore, uh, like the angels, don't have doubt, don't make mistakes, and um, in a sense, are getting, have gotten beyond free will. Uh, because um, there's just what's best. And, uh, but that's, you know, beyond our position right here. Uh, even though higher self, you know, uh, is a know-it-all, <laughs> he, he, it is not going to make choices for us. So Ra goes on, thus, higher self is like the map in which the destination, meaning higher self, is known, the roads, very well known, these roads being designed by intelligent infinity, working through intelligent energy. <clears throat> intelligent infinity, the one infinite creator, working through uh, the sub-logos structuring of the laws of light or intelligent energy uh, as they determine uh, the ways, the structure of the seven-dimensional system and the ways of evolving the seven chakras or ourself uh, in that particular seven-dimensional system, solar system, octave, uh, created by the sublogos or designed by the sublogos, which is, you know, <laughs> sublogos is just a modification of the logos, the galactic, and the galactic logos is simply a direct expression of infinity. So the substance is one, uh, but the forms are many. Ra goes on, however, higher self aspect can program only for the lessons and certain predisposing limitations if it wishes. This is pre-incarnative programming, program catalyst. <clears throat> Ra goes on, the remainder is completely the free choice of each entity. There is the perfect balance between the known and the unknown. Uh, and so we live <laughs> significantly in the unknown and the higher self or our true teacher and our heart being our shining light uh, guide within and without uh, sits very well in the known. Ra goes on 36.8 and says, Higher self is of a certain advancement within sixth density going into seventh. After the seventh dimension has been well entered, mind-body-spirit complex, so the triadism remains, you say, one, two, three, mind-body-spirit complex. The triadism, mind, car, body, spirit complex, becomes so totally a mind, body, spirit complex totality that it begins to gather spiritual mass and approach the octave density, meaning eight density, meaning getting out of uh, the entirety of this octave. Thus, the looking backwards is finished at that point, meaning as the entity goes into seven, there's no more looking backwards or wandering. And Ross said that um, 36.9... Yes, the higher self of each of us is of sixth density nature. Yes, that's the nature of higher self. And so you want to contact higher self or be more sensitive and, and resonant with higher self or true self, develop sixth chakra. But 
If you want to develop six chakra in a balanced way, we better do the healing of one, two, three. Uh, Ross says that <clears throat> this higher self of six density nature, this is an honor duty of self to self as one approaches seventh density, meaning uh, as the entity, you know, the origin of higher self can be seen as a uh, stay behind, as a um, remaining manifestation, a standing field gift manifestation of the entity moving into seven who creates this sort of temporary um, light, point of light in late six density as it goes into seven. <clears throat> and and then the sixth density being generates or guides or um, you know uh, emanates uh, the mind body spirit complex of lower dimensions moving up to itself in six. So higher self is in some ways <clears throat> what's left behind as from from an earlier time as uh, an even older being has moved into seventh density. Uh, Don asked about George Patton, and Ross simply makes the point that each of us has several beings upon which to call for inner support and makes a distinction between uh, the seventh and the sixth density beings. Ross says the mind-body-spirit complex totality, meaning seventh density uh, beingness, is a nebulous, nebulous collection of all that may occur, all potentials held in understanding, while sixth density, higher self, itself, is a projection or manifestation of that mind-body-spirit complex totality, right, that honor, duty of self to self, it's, it's stay behind, uh, higher self as a projection or manifestation of mind-body-spirit complex totality in seven, which then, the higher self, may communicate with the mind-body-spirit, ourself, mind-body-spirit complex evolving soul, during A, the disincarnate part of a cycle of rebirth, basically through the, the sequence of healing, uh, life review, and preparation for the next incarnation. That, that's deep communication with Atman. Then also, uh, higher self may communicate uh, during the incarnation <clears throat> if the proper pathways or channels through roots of mind are open. These pathways or channels obviously relate to the energy system of the nadis, energy lines in the etheric body related to the seven chakras, related to the development of mind-body-spirit complex, mainly the healing and balance, which is really, again, the clearance of one, two, three, blockages of first, second, third chakra, and activation in a balanced way of green, blue, love, wisdom, uh, true mind, and also uh, its integration with, with the balanced six chakra activation. Those, that, that's the work of opening the pathways. So everybody wants to contact higher self. Well, that's lovely. Uh, purify your heart. Go beyond your anger complex. Go beyond your self-doubt complex. Go beyond your self-pitying attachment to grief and, and the sense of hopelessness or uh, powerlessness. Go beyond all that you're allowing yourself to, ex to experience. <laughs> Accept it and know it and understand it. Uh, and um, don't get stuck and realize uh, it's okay. This too shall pass. And, um, you know, we may understand and accept all. So, like from the book 2150, the measure of a mind's evolution is its ability to accept the unacceptable. All that we find unacceptable yet can be accepted. It may be miserable and wretched, but we can do it. Um, the point is that uh, contacting higher self is really the result of um, work on the chakras, work on mind, healing and balance, uh, and it's all very doable. But... Uh, it really, I think, begins with um, a commitment to honest self-understanding and um, being quite, quite uh, frank with ourselves and authentic in terms of what we're going through, but also moving, you know, realizing we don't want to get stuck in, in reactivity and emotionality. So anyway, moving through, <clears throat> um, 
the new material starts at 3612 and Don says let me take as an example the one you said was called Himmler her uh, Herman Herman Himmler I think uh, Heinrich Himmler we're assuming from this that his higher self was of six density and it was stated that Himmler had selected the negative path would his higher self then dwell in a six density negative type of situation could you expand on this concept and so Don is wondering about you know those on the negative path do they also have higher self in late six density uh, is their higher self in late six density uh, living in a negative time space or space time environment in six density what's going on Ra explains there are the 3612 <clears throat> there are no negative beings which have attained the oversoul or Atman manifestation so negative entities can't get there however they can get very close and so there's no negative beings there are no negative beings which have attained which have attained the oversoul manifestation which is the honor duty of the mind body spirit complex totality of late six density as you term it in your time measurements these negatively oriented mind body spirit complexes have a difficulty which to our knowledge has never been overcome for after fifth density graduation wisdom is available meaning in this case 5d negative but it must be matched with an equal amount of love <clears throat> to get into six density and progress this love light is very very difficult to achieve in unity meaning in six density when following the negative path and I would say therefore during the earlier part of six density society complexes of the negative orientation will choose to release the potential and leap into the six density positive therefore the oversoul which makes its understanding available to all who are ready for such aid is towards the positive however the free will of the individual is paramount and any guidance given by higher self may be seen in either the positive or negative polarity depending on the choice of a mind body spirit complex <clears throat> and so um raw uh, in 3613 reiterates uh yes his higher self uh was you know when when himmler was incarnate in the 40s yes uh, uh he was his higher self incarnate a six density positively oriented higher self ross said this is correct the the problem is <clears throat> polarity really ends uh, with realization of of the law of one uh, the unified self that Ra uh, experiences the sense of identity as one all is one I am one one is all that is beyond polarity that's transpolarized it's not Ra said there is no polarity in the law of one and so they know about polarity which is really the <clears throat> uh, the result of the choices of an individual before the level of higher self and uh, although higher self can be seen as towards the positive um, Ross said uh, it's it's sort of um, uh, Ross said uh, the higher self which makes his understanding available to all who are ready for such aid and so the spiritual path includes readying ourselves to receive higher self contact and um, relation that higher self over soul is towards the positive although it really is outside of um, both paths of polarity because it's it's subsequent to polarity it's 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 an achievement that trans you know that is at the is the culmination of each path of polarity what happens is that negatively oriented entities in late 5d negative um, cannot include the love uh, function it's really magnet magnetic function they, they cannot do energy magnetism or consciousness reception or you know energy reception consciousness <laughs> magnetism the yin pole they can't really do that and maintain their sense of separation in late six density without switching on to a positive path in early 60 so they release the potential or um, the distinction between where they are and where they want to go 
uh, and leap into 60 positive in an earlier subplane before higher self. Something like 6.2 or 6.4. Is higher self 6.6? I don't know. Is it 6.4? Maybe. Meaning the fourth or the six subplanes of or, or sub-levels of evolution in six density, perhaps. Where, you know, does do the negative entities uh, jump to the positive path when they get into six density? Do they uh, jump to the positive uh, at an earlier subplane of six density, 6.2 or 6.4? I'm not really sure. Uh, but so Ra actually, it looks like it's uh, 6.2 because Ra said that during the earlier part of six density, society complexes, so they are, there are group formations. They're basically, you know, the, a collection of black magicians, of super, super developed black magician occultists um, in late, in early six density or late fifth density negative. Uh, joining, coming together in their own <laughs> funny association, the uh, you know the uh, the clan of uh, occult priests in 5D negative going to 6D negative, but then in the earlier part of six density, their social society complex or social memory complex of negative orientation releases their potential between really where they are and where they want to go, and go to six density positive. Perhaps that's 6.2, second subplane, or 6.4, hard to say, 6.3 to 4. Anyway, um, it is an important teaching that you will not get anywhere else that uh, there is a, a negative path, service-to-self path. Very few teaching, very, you know, Hinduism talks about left-hand path, but they don't really explain it. Certainly not the higher dimensional levels of it. And there's really no other teaching on Earth that explains how the culmination of the service of self path in early six density involves a switch, a switcheroo uh, onto the positive way, and then um, you know this sort of dissolution uh, into uh, unity or realization of the unified self. This is uh, not taught by any other traditions because <laughs> they're not coming from higher self level as Ra is. So we go on, uh, final questions about Himmler, 3614. Don asked, was Himmler in any way in contact with his higher self at that time while he was incarnated in the 40s? Ross says, we remind you that the negative path is one of separation. Um, what is the first separation? The self from the self. Yes, indeed. The one known as Himmler did not choose to use its abilities of will and polarization to seek guidance from any source but its conscious drives, self-chosen in the life experience and nourished by previous biases created in other life experiences. So uh, there's some very deep teaching here. The negatives, um, those on the negative path, have got to fragment their own psyche. They are fragmented psyches. They are fragmented personalities. That's why mind control is so appropriate for them. So the first separation, self from self, is the conscious mind from the deep mind. And preferred aspects of the conscious mind from unpreferred aspects of the conscious mind. Like, I hate weakness. And uh, mercy and tenderness, you know, must be obliterated. Uh, ways of uh, snuffing out heart chakra activation or heart chakra quality, according to their conscious predisposition, preferences, uh, they are totally fragmented personalities, uh, and yet they may be harvestable to 40 negative, as Himmler perhaps was. He didn't use his will or negative polarization to seek guidance from anyone but himself, meaning his conscious mind. So Ra says, conscious drives, self-chosen by the conscious mind in the incarnation, and obviously nourished and... Um, conditioned or, you know, qualified by uh, what he had done and his biases from past lives. And so wrong, uh, Don goes on and wonders further, well, then let's say that when Himmler reaches 6-density negative at the beginnings of 6-density negative, right, 6.1 negative, these are negative, negatively oriented or 
reserved for negatively oriented entity uh, time, space, and space-time energy fields. These are particular dimensional levels that are uh, segregated from um, the positively, the, the sort of reserved realms of space-time and time-space in each dimension for the positives. And so, there, you know, Ra has sort of alluded to negatively oriented time-space. And so it's like saying that the lower astral uh, is where hell, the, the experience of hell mind is, that those frequencies of the lower astral, which appear as physical realms, and while they are time-space, uh, with beings that experience a body and a form and other entities and a field and an environment, those are reserved for those of that vibratory quality. Just like uh, there are, you know, time-space realms in 6D that are reserved for those on the negative path that are then vacated when they realize that they can't go further holding the illusion of separation. <clears throat> and uh, Don's question is, when these entities like Himmler reach 60 negative or early 60 negative, those energy fields of time-space, then is it the case that the entity would realize that his higher self is sixth density positive, and for that reason make the jump from negative to positive orientation? Ross says it's not correct, it's incorrect. And partly it's because higher self is not exactly positively oriented, it's towards the positive, but it's beyond polarity. And the entities of higher, uh, of early 60 negative may or may not be thinking or know that there's this greater being called higher self. You know, they're so self-centered, their, their awareness is so contracted, they're so obsessed and fascinated and in love with their own um, limited conscious mind that they don't realize higher benevolent power. That's why they hate anyone, they hate Christianity. Because Christianity, you know, has a very strong connection to understanding supreme benevolent power called God. <laughs> they hate that because they think they're their total God and they have no awareness really of um, the greater beings that are looking down on them. Ross said it's incorrect. The sixth density negative entity is extremely wise. Yes, it observes the spiritual entropy that is occurring to it due to the lack of ability to express the unity of sixth density. Thus, loving the Creator, or without, <laughs> without heart love, and realizing at some point that the Creator is not only self, but other self as self, this entity consciously chooses an instantaneous energy reorientation so that it may continue its evolution. So it's not that uh, the, the entity in 60 negative thinks, oh, I've got a higher self that's towards the positive and I've got to join him. But with its great wisdom, it realizes I'm losing ground. I'm not evolving. I'm stuck. Why am I stuck? I'm stuck because I can't express the higher qualities of energy power through mind uh, that are ahead of me, uh, that are, you know, I, I'm, I'm not able to integrate uh, the next level of my development the greater power that I haven't yet integrated, I can't seem to integrate and make use of um, because I haven't, uh, I haven't dropped uh, some of this concept of separation. And so Ross says, loving the Creator. I don't think that their attitude is loving the Creator, but this is Ross's uh, higher knowing of that, that this is because the entity, the negative entity, um, wants to progress further. <clears throat> and so it, it comes to realize that power, you see, loving the Creator also can be called, in this sense, loving power, loving raw power. And um, that's that loving will, so the Creator as will. Uh, that then, you know, like, like Crowley used to say, um, uh, I forgot his quote, uh, about, you know, the, the, the law, you know, do what thou wilt. Do what you will, do what you will, do what thou wilt, is the whole of the law. The law can be understood as Logos, can be understood as Creator, uh, can be understood as God, 
and do what thou wilt, meaning uh, do free will, um, express will freely, you know, will, al allow will freely, freely will all you desire. That's for the negative seen as God, and they love that. <laughs> they love will and power. So you can say that's what they're loving. And then they realize that, that will, power, all power with all will, un, un, you know, unlimited will, power, uh, somehow includes other self as self so that that other one there is me. That, that my infinite, you know, my, the, in, the greater power I'm seeking includes the other as an aspect of me. That is a realization of unity. That's, that, that really is realizing other as other self um, in their pursuit of, of infinite power. Then by that recognition, which is very subtle, um, they choose this instantaneous energy reorientation and immediately go to 60 positive, those fields perhaps at 6.2, 6.4, uh, so that they continue their evolution. Then uh, 36.16, Don, Don links this to wanderers and says, then the sixth density entity who's reached that point in positive orientation may choose to become what we call a wanderer and move back. I'm wondering if this ever occurs with a negatively oriented sixth density entity, do any move back as wanderers? So are there any negative wanderers? Yes. Are there sixth density negative wanderers? Yes, but it's very rare. Ra explains, once the negatively polarized entity has reached a certain point in the wisdom density, fifth density, 5D negative fields, it becomes extremely unlikely that it will choose to risk the forgetting. For this polarization is not selfless, but selfish. And with wisdom, selfish wisdom, realizes the jeopardy of such wandering. Occasionally, a sixth density negative entity does become a wanderer, becomes a wanderer, in an effort to continue to polarize towards the negative, this is extremely unusual. So it may happen that, uh, well, let's say what, 6.2, early, subplane, sixth density, negatively oriented entity, comes back to 3D and wanders. It's extremely rare because they, uh, being so selfish, realize that they might lose uh, their negative polarity. They, may, they might become kindly. They might, you know, by lack of discipline, um, open heart or uh, not control uh, the totality of their mind-body-spirit complex experience. They might fall, un you know, they might unwittingly fall out of absolute self-subjugation, <laughs> subjugation of self and other, separation. They might actually um, tenderize. Uh-oh. They might, they might actually unwittingly um, not control moment by moment and therefore lose their some negative polarization so they don't generally come back as wanderers but there really are some <laughs> Don pushes uh, further and says then what is the motivation dot, 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 what is the motivation what is the mechanism that this unusual six density entity would wish to gain to polarize more negatively through wandering meaning explain the metaphysics of, of the six-density negative entity thinking and the metaphysics, actually the metaphysics of um, the, uh, the energetics by which their wandering might help them and their thinking uh, to do so. Ra says, 3617, the wanderer uh, has the potential of greatly accelerating the density, and this is all in brackets, Whence it comes in its progression of evolution in evolution, this is due to the intensive, and the end brackets, life experiences and opportunities of third density. So the wanderer has the potential of greatly accelerating the density whence it comes in its prog progress and evolution. This is due to the intensive life experiences and opportunities of 3D. Thusly, the positively oriented wanderer chooses to hazard the danger of the forgetting in order to be of service to others by radiating love of others. If the forgetting is penetrated, the amount of catalyst in third density will polarize the wanderer with much greater efficiency. 
than shall be expected in the higher and more harmonious densities. Similarly, the negatively oriented wanderer, meaning coming from higher dimensional negative groups, you know, fourth, fifth, sixth dimensional negative, time, space, space-time fields, um, being from negative, negatively oriented groupings in higher densities, negatively oriented wanderer dares to hazard the forgetting in order that it also might accelerate its progress in evolution in its own density by serving itself in third density, by offering to other selves the opportunity to hear the information having to do with negative polarization. Meaning, here, um, I'm offering you the chance to be a slave. I'm offering you my, uh, my enslavement. <laughs> if you'd like to be a slave uh, or gain the power I have, uh, accept my enslavement and uh, subjugate yourself to me and you will by and by perhaps get some benefit from that like you know you'll become a, a master someday uh, or you will uh, you know enjoy the uh, fruit of, of your enslavement to me something like that <laughs> but that's called uh, you know offering the entity the opportunity uh, to you know to um, hear its information having to do with negative polarization so the one of the value you see mainly wanderers come from positive fourth fifth sixth dimensional groups positive confederation member groups generally rarely are there negative wanderers why is it so valuable for the wanderer to be here because Ross said there are many values one is the potential of greatly accelerating the density once it comes from whence it comes in its progress and evolution meaning accelerating the density means accelerating its own progression through the home density four or five or six why because of the intensive life experiences and opportunities of third density meaning more intense or vivid catalyst um, a great narrowing of uh, perception our perceptions are basically narrowed to the uh, veiled conscious mind which perceives only through the five bodily senses and uh, a very poor intellect which is you know can do logical thought rational analysis and has some access to intuition and imagination and memory but it's a pretty lousy function you know the, the intellect and mind we have here in 3d under the veil is very weak I mean we you know do you remember what you did at uh, 11 o'clock yesterday morning do you remember you know are you are, are do you remember your mind uh, you know two years ago do you know tomorrow do you know uh, you know the entirety of the, of the purposes of your program catalyst we don't know any of that hardly anybody even knows there's anything to know most folks here don't even know that they haven't even started you know, haven't even walked into the ballpark they don't even know there's a game going on uh, let alone getting ready to come up to bat meaning to use daily catalyst for soul evolution so for the wanderer positive wanderer the majority because they really do care about benefit to all uh, they then choose to hazard the danger of forgetting meaning being under the veil which is normal which is part of the agreement because they enjoy serving to other and they want to help all because they love God they love the one infinite creator they love love light they love, you know, the scheme of the glorious cosmic um, sacred, the sacred realm of, of the octave of creation. They love it. Just like what Howard Storm saw. He felt uh, great love and joy seeing um, the angels and the creative process. So that's normal. That's natural. And the primary service Ra mentions here is radiating love of others. And as I've said, the primary service for wanderers is the radiation of love light to humanity and the planet, particularly the planet, actually. It's assisting the Logos in its completion, as Ra has said. And so um, when the forgetting is penetrated, which we all have done to some extent, which is great, congratulations, it's to our credit. Uh, when that is done, and Ra explains that further, uh, then by knowing where we're from in a sense and who we are in a way and what we're here for our purpose so our origin our identity somewhat our purpose 
then we can make greater use of the catalyst and their density so that by our better, more efficient, more balanced, love-wisdom use of catalyst and third density, we polarize ourselves with, mu with much greater efficiency than we could have in higher and more harmonious densities where we came from. And so the negatives, you know, they're not interested in anybody other than themselves, which really means their little conscious mind and their little body or form. That's all. And that's why they're we can say they're stupid or they're they're you know meat-headed because they love meat and they love red um, they really don't know green and they don't know white they only know red and so this is a real you know narrowed view so we go on <clears throat> 36 18 and now we get a little bit out of the negative views um, not yet actually <laughs> 3618. Are there any examples of six density negatively polarized wanderers in our historical past? And Ra, uh, quick on the ball, says this information could be harmful. We withhold it. Please attempt to view the entities about you as part of the creator. We can explain no further. So that's called hitting a raw nerve. And it looks like there are some six density negative entity wanderers on Earth today. I would believe there are a couple, and uh, I have my own ideas about who they may be, but uh, we withhold it too. And, uh, uh, you know, just look at the guys, you know, I mean, the, just look at the guys who really are crafting New World Order policy, crafting the, uh, and craft is really <laughs> a lay, the appropriate word with a K, uh, who are really um, the the powers behind the throne? Those who are um, advising um, those who um, administer change. Those who those who install presidents, prime ministers, uh, directors, and and bosses. Those who install the bosses or the uh, national manager politicians, th those behind them, um, some of them may be six density negative wonders. Anyway, Ra was very sensitive, and um, obviously it would have gotten, it would have changed the metaphysics of the contact and degraded it in some way for Ra to have said, this guy and that guy and the other guy are six density negative wonders here with you on Earth today. Uh, that would have represented a, a certain um, metaphysical shift in um, the energy field uh, of this narrowband contact with the LNL group. And therefore, it was very important for Rod to say, you know, stop right there, we'll say no more, get yourself out of this valuation of this particular information. So we pull out of that, 3619. Don pull, changes topic and says, I was wondering if qualification for contact with Ra, which is related to the last question, which is the, the, the requirements for this ongoing contact, wondering if qualification for contact with Ra might include, of the type we're doing now, might include penetrating the forgetting process. Is it correct? Ra says it's quite correct. And... Uh, Ra says that that's, uh, Don f pushes that a little bit more or, or clarifies, otherwise the law of confusion would prohibit this, meaning making contact between Ra and the LNL group. Is it correct? It's correct, Ra says, meaning uh, one of the qualifications or requirements for the LNL group to have made this narrowband contact with Ra is the fact that the three of them have penetrated their identity as wanderers to some extent and came in with a strong spiritual spiritualization of mind and self-awareness not perfect not full but good enough um, to know that they're wanderers or to know that they are of heaven they're of the light they are from above not from below and Yeshua said that something like I am from above you are from below <laughs> I'm meaning he knew he was from a higher dimension, and uh, most of the humans um, are native 
you know, 3D souls. So there's a big difference, but it doesn't mean anybody's better um, because all is one. And in understanding all is one, there really is no time, meaning there is no evolution, meaning there is no soul progression from the view of the Logos, from the view of true nature. Anyway, um, 3621, Don said, I was also wondering if three was the minimum number necessary for this type of working. Is it correct? And Ross said, for this, for protection of this instrument, Carla, this is necessary, three, as the minimum grouping and also as the most efficient number, three, due to the exceptional harmony in this group. In other groups, the number could be larger, but we have observed in this contact that the most efficient support is given by the individual mind-body spirits present at this time, meaning you don't need to bring anyone else into these workings. The three of you is just perfect. Uh, there's exceptional harmony in the group. We also can see very clearly to me that Don, Jim, Carla manifested the three primary qualities of the essential triad very well. Uh, power, Jim, intellect, or light, Don, and love, uh, heart, Carla. So the law of free will, the law of love, the law of light, the first ray of will and power, Jim, the second ray, in this case, you know, the law of love, Carla, the law of light or mind, Don, each of them manifest each of those primary triadic qualities very, very well, and that's part of the exceptional harmony in the group, I believe. 3622, I'm a little fuzzy on a point with respect to higher self, so we'll go back to higher self now. Now, we each, I'm assuming, have a separate or different higher self at six density positive level. Is it correct? Each of us in the room that is here, the three of us. And this is the question of uh, unity... You know, to to really understand, to, to use uh, our 3D intellect with discrimination and discernment and differentiation to conceptualize uh, unity, which is an impossibility. And higher self living in unity can't quite really be said to be an individual being uh, because it's uh, at one. But... Ra will explain 36.22. This shall be the last full question of this working. We shall attempt to aim for the intention of your query as we understand it. Please request any information, any additional information. And Ra makes some points here. Firstly, it is correct that each in this dwelling place has one oversoul, as you may call it. However, Due to the repeated harmonious interactions of this triad of entities, Don Jim Carla, there may be seen to be a further harmonious interaction besides the three entities' higher selves, um, meaning each one with one oversoul. That is, each social memory complex, even the three of them as a social memory complex, has an oversoul of a type which is difficult to describe to you in words in this group of the three in L and L. There are two such social memory complex totalities blending their efforts with your higher selves at this time. <clears throat> Actually, what Ra is saying, I correct myself. Although we can say that each of the three people, Don, Jim, Carla, uh, had their own oversoul or higher self, uh, due to their uh, repeated harmonious interactions, due to their energy, consciousness, sharing, blending, uh, time together, creative works together, you can see that <clears throat> there's, there's this further harmonious interaction or some kind of the sum is greater than the parts, you know. The, the sum of the whole is greater than um, the addition of the individual parts. There's a compounding or factorializing or law of squares kind of application or mechanism in play where, you know, the sum of the parts, uh, the, the, whole, the whole product is greater than the individual constituents that add to it of the three higher selves so that there's further harmonious interaction besides the three entities higher selves. But actually, 
Ra's saying, Ra's alluding to the fact that of those three people in the LNL group, they're coming from two different social memory complexes. At one point, Ra had said that two of them are of sixth density and one is of fifth. It seems to me that Jim would be of fifth and Jim and Carla and Don were of sixth because Ra had said that something like from time immemorial or from the timeless, uh, Don and Carla had been one or had uh, agreed before incarnation to split in a way there one manifests light and the other manifests the other one manifests love in predominance meaning of the balanced love wisdom um, uh, composite of their being which I'm assuming is six density six density social memory complex uh, they split where he would manifest light wisdom and she would manifest love heart primarily predominantly and that to me in my interpretation suggests and both of them were from sixth density and Jim from fifth because Ra had also said that uh, at another point that two are of six and one is of five but didn't say who but made other comments in any case Ra is saying that in this group there are two such social memory complex totalities meaning the, the two different groups that the three of them come from again I'm assuming one in fifth and one in sixth uh, and they blend their efforts with your higher selves at this time. So you've got a lot of different entities here. You've got Don, Jim, and Carla as wanderers of fifth and sixth density incarnated in human form in 3D space-time. You've got what appears to be two different social memory complexes of the origin of those three, one in sixth density, one in fifth density, positive. Then you've got the oversouls of the three, and then you've got the blending of their two different social memory complex totalities, meaning their total energy consciousness manifestation of their own groups, blending with their higher selves of each of the three. So in, any, in a sixth density or fifth density group, uh, you've got the entities that are at fifth and sixth density who each have a higher self in late sixth density. Then you've got the, the social memory complex totality or this uh, sum of the individuals as a compounded product um, which is greater than the individuals and distinct from their own higher selves. So you've got the individuals, the entities, souls at fifth or sixth density positive. You've got their group which manifests as manifests a social memory complex totality which is greater than just the individuals but a compounded um, aggregation or composite then you've got the individual higher selves or the specific higher selves of each of the three or each of the members of the group, which then interacts with the collective totality. <laughs> so it's very complicated. Um, but that um, is an introduction. And so uh, there are the individual beings. There are their own Atmanic, Atman higher self, oversoul beings of late sixth density. There is the product of, there is the group that the individual souls may be a member of, which has its own totality complex or its own composite product of the um, interaction of all the beings in the group. And that totality, that, that summation of the collective mind, you can say, the collective spirit, really, the collective spirit of the group interacts with the individual Atman over soul of each member of the group. <laughs> so there's a lot going on. And understandably, 3623, Don says, it's very difficult at times for us to even get a small percentage of understanding from some of these concepts because of our limitation of awareness here. I think some meditation on the communication today will help us in formulating questions about these concepts. And Ross said, yeah, all right, whatever. That's me. Uh, and says, may we ask for any brief queries before we leave this instrument? So they were, they were ready and energetic, energized for another question. It's certainly understandable that Don will say that it's hard to grok this on the fly. Uh, we have benefit of, you know, 25 years hindsight or 30 years. Um, that's interesting, too. So anyway... <clears throat> Uh, the final question, you see, in this case, Don wasn't pushing Carla 
to, you know, Don, Raw to answer more while Carla really needed to stop. In this case, there was more energy, and Don was very respectful and pretty much um, started to bow out. And Raw says, well, you can still ask another question. And that's the final exchange, 3624. Don says, I'll just ask one, sh one little short one that you may not be able to answer before the final dot, dot, dot. The short one is, the short question, can you tell me what percentage of the wanderers on Earth today have been successful in penetrating the memory block? It's not exactly a memory block. It's the veil in mind from the Logos, what I call the, cos the cosmic matrix, uh, or the Logoic matrix in mind. Part of, that part of how the Logos has structured this octave. Uh, it's not done by the evil ones, the greys and the aliens with their uh, quarantine net. They're not in control. They are subordinate. But we do have the veil. So then, what percentage of wanderers on Earth today have been successful in penetrating the memory block and becoming aware of who they are? And then finally, is there anything we can do to make the instrument more comfortable or to improve the contact? It's a good question. And it's a, it bears on, you know, how many wanderers know their wanderers and what's the relative level of uh, awakening in the, what Ross said, 60, 65 million, what I think is about 100 million, maybe, um, population of wanderers, four-fifths, six-density positive wanderers on planet Earth today. Ross goes on. We can approximate the percentage of those penetrating intelligently or consciously their status this is between 8 and 1 half and 9 and 3 quarters percent, so almost 10 percent. There is a larger percentile group of those who have a fairly well-defined symptomology, meaning conditions of mind, indicating to them that they are not of this, shall we say, insanity. This amounts to a bit over 50 percent of the remainder. Then nearly one-third of the remainder, uh, after that, those two, are aware that something about them is different, so you see that there are many gradations of awakening to knowledge of being wanderer. May, we may add that it is to the middle and first of these groups that this information will, shall we say, make sense. The instrument is well. The resting place is somewhat deleterious, the bed, in its effect upon the comfort of the dorsal side of the instrument's physical vehicle. We've mentioned this before. You're conscientious. Nevertheless, they say, you're conscientious, we leave you now, my friends. I am Ra. I leave you in the love and in the light of the infinite creator. Go forth, then rejoicing merrily in the power and the peace of the one creator, Adonai. Now, <clears throat> Ra's final comment uh, explaining the three groups of wanderers as regards relative awakening to their status as wanderers pretty much gives us a, a 10, 50, 10, 50, uh, well, I'll figure this out. Uh, uh, let's just say we have 100 million wanderers. From what Ra is saying, 8.5 to 9 and 3 quarters percent have intelligently penetrated their status, meaning they're pretty much conscious, I'm a wanderer. So let's just say that today is 10%. So that means 10 million wanderers on Earth know they are wanderers. And they know they're of higher dimensions. I'm from the light. I'm from above. Um, I'm heaven, heaven sent, this kind of sense. How much metaphysics they consciously know, I don't know. 10% are quite fully awake, let's just say. 10 million. Then there's a larger percentage of those who very well-defined symptomology, meaning often uh, they have psychological problems. But they know they're not of this insanity. So Mr. Psychiatrist will say they have an adjustment disorder. Mr. Psychiatrist doesn't know who he is, doesn't know where he's from, doesn't know where he's going, doesn't know who calls the shots, bro, and where he derives his breath from. Meanwhile, um, these people do have psychological problems. We do. Who doesn't? Lots of people. Um, you know. And so... Um, <clears throat> what Ra is saying is that we've got, you know, eight, eight and a half to nine, three quarters, or about 10%, I'd say, of all wanderers on Earth intelligently penetrated their status. And I would say that means they're pretty conscious that they are wanderers from higher dimensions on loan or visitors to Earth, strangers in a strange land. 
50% of the remainder, which means 50% of the 90% remaining, which means 45%, which if it's 100 million means 45 million, approximately, have some kind of symptomology, which, as I've said, is probably a psychological structure that may well be wounded and not well, well adjusted, uh, recognizing that they're not of this insanity, meaning the lovelessness of humanity that's taken as normal. Then, one-third of the remainder of that, which means one-third of the um, 45%. So you've got 10% and 45%, that's 55, and another 45%, one-third of that, meaning another 15% uh, or so, um, are aware that something about them is different, and so... Uh, we've got 10% that are quite conscious that are of higher dimensions and they know they are um, of the light and not of humanity. 45% um, then um, have some kind of sense that they're not really of humanity but they don't know how this is different than the last group of 15% which Ross says aware that something about them is different uh, this is just a sense of I'm different. That's 15%. So you've got 10, 45, and 15, which uh, gives us 70. And the other 30% are quite fast asleep. So it seems like 30% of the wanderers on Earth are quite unaware that there are wanderers or different, and they're just trying to fit in, and they're really confused, <laughs> often, or not well. Uh, 15% then have some sense that they're different, but they don't really know more than that. 45% then would have some sense that I'm really not of this world. I'm not of the way, the way they are is not the way I am, and I don't belong here. I am a stranger in a strange land, but I don't quite understand it either. And then 10% are quite fully awake or quite significantly awake, and generally in the New Age movement <laughs> or in religion but generally new age type. So 10% quite aware, 45% with a sense, a strong sense of being different, uh, or not a strong sense of being not of this world. Then 15% uh, having just some sense they're different, but not knowing more than that. And 30% um, being quite asleep. Um, yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that, that's all, those are all very deep reflections. <clears throat> I, I think that um, their anger has become, uh, anger, you know, um, is considered a distorted um, energy complex that needs to be channeled into um, uh, efficient or disciplined use uh, of mind and direction of will to gaining more power and control, right? Um, anger is not really needed at those higher levels. And that's what you see in the higher negatives on Earth. They're not angry guys. They're just um, cold-hearted and brilliant strategists to gain power endlessly. They don't care about... Uh, they're, they're, they're free from some kind of... from the emotionality of anger to some extent. They're just uh, snakes. <laughs> they're just sharks, you know? They're just cold-blooded and... Uh, they'll do anything um, so long as it advances power. And so uh, anger is probably dropped actually when they get out of fourth density negative. Uh, they're no longer reactive emotionally, but they've channeled that anger into negative use of wisdom. Just like for us on the positive path, when we have anger, it may arise, it may arise because we're, we're perceiving injustice or um, something that is mistaken or something unfair. Uh, and the anger is not necessary, but it's a uh, cover or it's a distorted reaction to the recognition of the need for greater wisdom in, in our application or our contribution to the situation. While, while sorrow may be, uh, you know, an indication of the need for greater love.
How about that? And um, when we get to 37 next week, um, we find a short session, only nine exchanges. Hopefully we can finish in one hour. Uh, also, um, more about the, the raw contact and how they need to understand it or maintain it optimally. Uh, and then a little bit more about higher self and cosmology, but mainly about maintenance of the contact, session 37. So thank you very much for being here. I appreciate it. I hope it's been valuable. It's been very heavy information. Next week we'll get a little break because it'll be talking about maintenance of the contact and some of the metaphysics of narrowband transmission. Uh, and then we'll throw ourselves further into session 38 and go back into more metaphysics. So thank you very much. I uh, appreciate it. Hope you're well. See you next time. Uh, good night. <laughs>